Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Daniel Sports Ledger Sports Better Tips and Picks for Sports Betters. And um, yeah, we got a special guest today, Joe Perez. We've been wanting to get him on for a while now. So excited about that. Um, let's, you know what? I was going to do something else first, but let's just bring him in. Just you want to just him bring him right in the game? Yeah, let's just bring him right in. Let's just bring him in. What's up, Joe? Welcome to the show. Look at him. Look at him. We got a headshot, Joe. We got a headshot. You yeah. still like it? Well, we can tell you just relaxing and maxing in his Raiders cave. Man, I'm telling you that Raiders cave is looking smooth. Is that what we? Is that is that my boy Tim Brown right there with the old fat head? That's it, bro. The fat head has got it down, bro. It's, it's a legit, it's a legit experience around here at my home. Okay, yeah. that thing is looking nice. You know, I'm loving it. Yes, sir. So, uh, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I think it's time to say Purdy. Brock Purdy's legit. Is that right? Are we gonna go? Are we gonna jump there already? I mean, this is back to back Super Bowls, right? Is this back to back? Well, it would have been, but he was hurt. Oh, so he didn't play in the Super Bowl last year? No. Okay. So we're crowning. But they didn't before, make, they didn't make the Super Bowl because Super he got hurt. Not a wait. So last year he got hurt before the Super Bowl. Yeah, they played in the Eagles. Right. Eagles got in. Yeah. Brock Purdy doesn't get hurt. 49ers make the Super Bowl. But it's back to back NFC champ. They, he he went to back to back NFC championships. Last year was his rookie year. Yeah, mystery relevant. That's right. Joe, didn't they used to call you that back in uh, high school? <laughs> yeah, but uh, Mister Irrelevant also knocked out last week the number one quarterback drafted overall, Jared Goff. And I know you guys are crying about it this week because I know you guys were on that Detroit chain. No, no, no. We definitely were. Yeah, I was. Uh, I don't think you, you no, had. No, I had. I had Forty Niners covered. You had spread. Yeah, he had I was a little. I was a little. I was a little uh, ticked about that last touchdown. Right. Uh, I mean, it was just. It was unnecessary. It really was. Niners. <laughs> once the Niners came back, scored twenty-seven unanswered. It was done. Lions should have just wrapped it up and moved on. Don't you agree? Because you always you always say this: if your team's not going to cover the spread, you bet you hope they lose the game. Right. Yeah. Right? Just lose. Just lose the game. Why you got to <laughs> cover the spread? Because you had them on the money line. Yeah, I had I had Lions money line, so it didn't matter to me. They were looking good in the first half, but sports betters of America, you, uh, man, they they like them. They like those little a, last minute scores, man. That life God, I hate them. Huge, I hate them. Huge collapse. It's a it's a huge. It was a huge turn. It really was. Um, 49ers were handling business. Of course, the first half was 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 shady at best. A lot right. of people were just thinking, "This is it. This is the Cinderella story." And then what happens? Goliath says, no, no, no. That little baby rocket throwing that slingshot. Jeez. What did you no, say no, that way, though? Did you, on... did you, no. Joe, in the beginning of the game, did you have the Niners winning? You know, I did have the Niners winning. I had it on the under, though, under 50 and a half. That's where I oh, had wow. it. Um, mm. So when the Detroit came out on fire, um, yeah. I can only contribute that loss to uh, Dan Campbell's riskiness, man. He, he wants to risk the biscuit. Then that's what happens. You end up risking right. it, and it costs you a chance at the Super Bowl. In those scenarios, I like going for it on fourth down. I don't like taking huge risks in games to get you to the main game. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, he was, <laughs> that's he was, Dan he was, Campbell. He, yeah, he was trying to put him away, but Ain't that Dan when, Campbell, when you're though? up by that much, kick the field goals, keep right. the distance. You know, keep the other teams' morale low. Mm-hmm. 
and don't you know because it's basically a turnover and now you're giving them momentum and right. all the other stuff so and then, and then what just happens kick the field goals man what happens is they go down score a touchdown right right they 49ers go back on defense they force a fumble score another touchdown it had so many ramifications that it's 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 hidden. So I agree with what you're saying. Like you just can't take those those like I mean, yeah, they're fun. The fans love it. We all loved it. Yeah. If you're if you're if you're a fan, you're like, go for it. You know, you're 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 intense, but it's not the right play. At yeah. that Detroit point, wrote right. their storyline already. They wrote it all the way to that point, but you gotta go with what prototypical football is in big games, and you just gotta you gotta do what's necessary in those situations. And he just mm-hmm. risked it. I mean, that's who he's going to be. That's what he's going to take the blame on. And uh, But I like him. I like him as a fiery coach, just like I like our coach over in the Raiders. I think oh, you yeah. got to have guys that are willing to risk it. Yeah. Just don't be – don't give me – um. Don't give me the old uh, Brandon uh, Staley stuff over there in the Chargers, bro. That guy. <laughs> you can't be that guy, bro. That guy. With Justin Herbert, you can't be that way, bro. you gotta, uh-uh. you got to play good football. So You do. I love I love anytime somebody gets on and trashes the Chargers, the Chiefs, or the Broncos. Well, Joe's right up my alley. Me and him, we've just I feel like we've been holding the town down when it comes to the Raider Nation. Yeah. Just, I feel like sometimes it's just the two of us, man. It really is. Sometimes we'll be sitting in the pub and we're just like, man, we ride through it through the good and the bad, though. But we've hey, I was telling Daniel and Joe, you probably know this year the Raiders. We rated Nick. What, what did we name them? Uh, ABC, oh, ABC. They always be covering. They oh, always cover the no. oh, oh, oh. If we weren't covering, if ABC. we weren't covering games, we we're winning the games. That's right, man. It was so tough. I yeah, every- the last two years to the Super Bowl, and then I gave Ooh. up on them this year a little bit uh-huh. because of Josh McDaniels and how much he ruined my spirit at the game. <laughs> I had tickets the year before. Yeah, I went to every game. I watched all those games play out, and. Uh, mm-hmm. The uh, Jeff Saturday uh, special, you know, coaching football on Saturday to coaching the NFL on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, the Baker yeah. Mayfield in L.A. after three days. And then look at Baker Mayfield this year. Um, I lost hope, but I did still bet them and, and made money and profit on oh, yeah. uh, the over six and a half. I did bet them over six and a half games. They got to eight. And so yeah. I can live with that. And that's pretty phenomenal because I think when it when the line came out, it was almost around like four and a half, five, yeah. something like that at the beginning. And then obviously you can move it up or whatever the case was, but six and a half, yeah. If you would have just took the seven and a half, you got a little bit of juice, little it would it would have got juicy. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you guys kept Antonio Pierce. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. So. And well, the news uh, of the day today is Cliff Kingsbury, offensive coordinator. Looks like he's coming to the Raiders. Is that right? That is right. I have not seen any of that news, but that is. What do you think? Daniel Daniel might have something to say about that. I I don't. I think it's probably a good thing. But um, my brother, Cardinals fan for a long time, he 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 never liked Kings Kingsbury very much. But um, you know, as an offensive coordinator, I think he'll be good. Right. I think a coordinator. coordinator. Yeah, as a coordinator, I feel like it's uh. You know, there's not as much pressure, so it kind of opens things up a little bit. As that head coach, he just wasn't ready for that yet. That's what I kind of feel, but I don't know. And plus, it's the Cardinals. I mean, I don't care how much talent they got. You know me. I'm going to trash them. Right. I can't stand that team. They, You know, it's because it's funny because I want to bet the Cardinals a lot because I feel like their potential is so high. But, man, they suck. 
Let's just be realistic. Let's just be honest. Like, yeah, we're from Arizona. We all live here, but God, they're just garbage. I'm sick of the Cardinals. They had a couple the of worst years. roster. The worst roster in the NFL is the Cardinals. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, you know what? We have a couple uh, coach hires today. Yeah, well, not a couple. At least just one. Well, Washington went and picked up themselves a little head coach, and it's not Belichick. No, it's old Dan Quinn. What do you think about that? And eh, whatever. Who cares? I'm with you. Who cares? Washington's. Who cares? I mean, they're terrible. So yeah. who cares? I mean, they could literally. They could. They, you know what? Give them three head coaches. Right. It wouldn't. <laughs> what do you think, Joe? Who's the quarterback for the Washington Redskins? That's the thing. Is who knows? Um, it's uh, is it uh? That's the thing. We should know, but like, who even watches Washington Commanders besides anybody over there? In Baltimore, I know exactly who it Maryland. is. He balled out this year. If you took him on stat, line oh yeah, the the guy from uh, North. Who wait? Who 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 is it? Get, uh, Sam Sam Howe. Passing yards. Sam Howe. Ooh, but I, I think Howe's going to be two hundred and fifty passing yards in each one of his games overall uh-huh. throughout the season. You cover. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Sam so Howe is all so, right. So so we it's it's Sam Howe, huh? Yeah, Dan Quinn's coming in because they need a defensive coordinator. They need somebody that can run a defensive system. Washington yeah. was always known for their defense, and they've mm-hmm. uh, they've uh, kind of, you know, let's put it this way. They got rid of some good talent on the defensive side of the ball. One well, of they got rid of their number the one Super pick, Bowl. right? Yeah, one of them's going to be in the Super Bowl opposite yep. Nick Bosa. So, mm. Chase Young. Yeah, you, Chase but Young. you know the thing about Chase Young is I'm just not impressed. I was not impressed like this whole. This I don't think since, he's done anything since, since he's, he's been, been traded. There. Like I'm just like he's just another guy. But maybe maybe Bosa overshadows him in a sense, and maybe the other players who've been there long enough, they they're more uh, familiar with their roles, and maybe it's going to be a, a maybe he next year is where he, they where you see this Bosa and, and you know they just tear it up next year. But this year I just don't see it. But I don't know. We'll see what happens. I know Chase Young though. I saw because you know what I do is I I look up people's bets. So I look up bets placed. Yeah. And somebody has Chase Young to win MVP of the Super Bowl. Right. Now, of course, this is possible. Chase yeah, Young is. gets two fumble recoveries and a touchdown, some weird stuff like this, an interception. There's a lot of things that could happen in the Super Bowl. We all know it's crazy. But that is somebody, somebody does, somebody did lay a bet, a pretty heavy bet, like 250 bucks for him to win it. It's like plus 900. It's not, I can't remember where you got it at, but yeah. Hey, you never know. You never know. So, Joe, real quick, while we're talking football, what's your uh, what's your pick for the Super Bowl? I want to hear as of right now. Of course, we're gonna we're gonna do another podcast next Thursday. We'll have more podcasts throughout the week, but we'll kind of solidify our picks around Thursday of next week. But what, what's your tentative pick? So, uh, if you look at the le- the bet line that I got on Caesars right now, it's uh, money line negative one thirty for the San Francisco 49ers. And it's plus 110 for the Chiefs. So that means they want you to bet the Chiefs. They want you to yeah. take a little money profit in the beginning. So that means mm-hmm. you're going to see a, a little tight game in the fourth right in the first part of the first quarter, second uh-huh. quarter. And then you're going to start to see the Patrick Mahomes show, I think, in the third quarter coming out after halftime. There's going to be some adversity happening. You know, they're going to show the old Taylor Swift special. <laughs> catching a touchdown and her dancing around. Um, the spread's negative in two, what I see um, on Caesars, negative two to the Niners. To be honest, um, if I'm making the bet right now, I'm going to take uh, 
I would take the two points for the Chiefs. I cannot stand the Chiefs. I have a nickname for Patrick Mahomes. His name is Patty Cakes in my book for the end of time. <laughs> uh, but uh, he is a superstar. He is the next up-and-coming uh, dynasty or franchise quarterback that you could put your money on like Tom Brady. I would, Joe, I real just, quick. Joe, let me, I hate to interrupt you. I would have loved it if one of your jerseys just fell off the wall when you said that, just like on yeah. some weird, like yeah. spooky, just, just, you know what I mean? Like if right when you said that, it's just the Jersey just fell off. You know what one is specifically that Derek Carr one just, just fell whoa, off. The wall. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, man, <laughs> but just, out of, just out of just like, how could you, because it, it has to hurt saying it. Cause it hurts when I say it. Yeah. It hurts when I'm like, dude, Patrick Mahomes is a stud. You get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It hurts saying yeah. that. God. But anyway, back to what but you were saying. Points. How can you? How? But my point is this. You know, I look at the line. How could you not take two points in the Chiefs? How could right. you not? I mean, right. really, if you're gonna bet it and just be a smart, you can't go against Patrick Mahomes. I do like Brock Purdy. To, to we're gonna cover some prop stuff. I think later I could talk a little bit yeah. about what I'm gonna do on my props. Right. Uh, because I like Purdy a lot in the game. I think he covers his rushing yards. I think he covers his passing yards. Yeah. But uh, you can't go against Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid. Uh, mm-hmm. I hope what you said earlier, I hope Chase Young has a chance at defensive MVP. That means that 49ers defense comes at him and uh, Patrick Mahomes has an interception or a fumble. And uh, that's what cost him the game. But I'll take the two points. Yeah. As of right now, I feel like the two points is probably the best play. Um, the under- football right now is just fit for underdogs. I mean, last Sunday was an underdog story. Both underdog yeah. teams covered again. It's hard not to take the underdog in this game. If your underdog is Patrick Mahomes, yeah, I mean it's just I tough mean, to it's, go. It's, it's tough to. It's, it's wild to put him as an underdog again. Yeah, I mean, and you know he just feasts off of that stuff, and uh, you know they're gonna have. Uh, hey Joe, let me ask you a question because I've heard this in the streets. Is it true that you're a Swifty? Mm. To be honest, I will not. I was hoping, like you guys were, that Detroit didn't have to play the 49ers so that I could back them all the way to the Super Bowl. But the minute they got that matchup against the Niners, I, I knew they didn't have a chance. I know they came out hot. But uh, that Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, man, they put together a system. They did it right. They're going to not have to pay Purdy the money that he uh, deserves right now coming to almost back-to-back Super Bowl appearances as Mr. Irrelevant, like you guys call him. Yeah. Uh, but he, this guy is, uh, he is the new Swifty. Let's put it that way. All right. Is baby, that, baby, oh, is me, that what me, we're, give me the juice I like box. the, I like the transition there. We were wondering if you heard box. what he said. Give me the juice box. Okay. In terms of Swifty though, we're talking about Taylor Swift. Is it true that you're one of her biggest fans? Uh, the only Kelsey and Swift that I wanted we're on the Philadelphia Eagles and the Detroit Lions. That was look it. at him. He's good. <laughs> He's this good guy is good. I'd tell you, folks, we got a stud on the line here. This <laughs> He's not gonna answer. Yeah, this guy is phenomenal. <laughs> hey, well, the reason is, is you don't want to piss off all the Swifties. You don't want to, You don't want them against you. Pretty soon, they're raiding his house. They're, you know, there's so many things that could happen because you don't have no idea how many Swifties are in our hometown. Oh yeah. Whoa, 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 whoa! One second, boys. One second, please. Okay. Okay. There's only a few times in my life that people bring the Oakland out of me, okay? Ooh. And that one of them is if the Swifties show up at my house, they're going to bring the Oakland out of me because who was the team that beat the Chiefs this year? 
Oh, them Raider boys, baby. That's them, right. them Raiders, okay? Yes, that Justin Raider mentality. That Antonio uh-huh. Pierce straight out of Compton style. So give yes. me NWA. Give me Snoop Dogg <laughs> and Tupac. And you can Don't. keep the Swifties and send them back home. There you go. Sometimes a bunch we, of 12 we might actually have to get security at Joe's house every time we bring him in just to calm him down. Right. I love it. Okay, cool. Well, man, that sounds great. Um, so, Daniel, what about you tentatively? Where's your pick at? Where's your heart lay right now? I mean, you've been through some hardships this playoffs, man. You've been through some things. Yeah, this has been a, probably the roughest one I've ever had. But, um, yeah, I mean, maybe I'm just a glutton for punishment. But right now I'm leaning 49ers, I guess. Oof. That's tough. I mean, I I pumped 49ers the whole year. I really yeah. have. I pumped them all year. I think, but like Joe said, I mean, it's hard not to take the Chiefs right now. Right. And the, my, my, the reason why I think, I mean, the main difference in the teams, I mean, they're phenomenally, they're quarterbacks. If the quarterbacks aren't at the same base level, they make up with the receivers <laughs> in terms of the 49ers. But where I think the main difference is, is McCaffrey. Like if McCaffrey yeah. if McCaffrey comes out and has an MVP type Super Bowl, yeah. 49ers run all over him. No, no pun intended, but they literally do. If McCaffrey can come up and get three touchdowns, I don't, I don't as much as Mahomes has got magic, I'm telling you, man, McCaffrey could be the one who just puts the the nail in this and says, I don't care what you're gonna do. No one's gonna stop me as soon as I get this ball, because he is a beast. Yeah, he is. Yeah, no, I mean, I think that's that's a big part of the reason why. I mean, I think I think McCaffrey is probably will win MVP. I think he's going to have a big impact. Yeah, and I think that's going to be the that's where that's where the stud kind of lies. So we're going to go ahead and touch more a little all, along on this uh, a little later during the week. Um, and I'm going to have we'll have our final predictions with the spread. So I mean, I I don't think two is going to be where it ends. I honestly don't. Um, there's going to be tons of money thrown into these games. I mean, a lot of people bet the props. There's going to be parlays, but uh, and to just to just straight bet the Super Bowl, you have to have mad dough. I mean, that's kind of how I look at it. If you're going to bet just one game, yeah. you're going to be throwing tons of dough on this game. So when the money, well, like you know that, yeah, I feel like most Super Bowls aren't even worth betting. Mm-mm. And this is probably isn't one of them that is, but some of them are. But I don't think yeah. this is really one that's. You don't think it's like this worth is betting a straight like what, more, what, what we're talking maybe about some profits. What we're talking prof, about prof is that it's most Super Bowls, unless you're just betting a large sum. Does that make sense? You don't just bet this one game. Like I'm not gonna put like yeah, one, twenty-five maybe. bucks on who's gonna I mean you might, but it's just not yeah. the it's not how it really works. It, you're gonna be there's gonna be a lot more prop bets. There's gonna be parlays with uh the prop bets it's like that's where the more the majority of the money's in come but you're gonna have t- there's gonna be people who are gonna bet masses amounts of money on it but i don't think the average better is like yeah i can't wait to just bet on one team does that make sense yes well i think it's more just the fact that like vegas isn't there the line's not gonna be it's not gonna be they're not gonna be wrong on this right on this game it's like it's you. You pick what, who you think. So it's almost like heart. You're going with your heart. Like I, that's kind of how I feel about it. Like you're almost just going to be like, dude, two points. Like we. <laughs> I mean, I, I hate to say this too, but it's just so hard. It's like back in the day when Tom Brady would make the Super Bowl. It's so hard betting against Tom Brady, and now that's kind of like how Mahomes is. It's so hard betting against Mahomes in the in in the Super Bowl. I mean, it just God, I just I hate it. <clears throat> who knows. 
<laughs> anyway, let's uh, let's get into a couple prop bets. Joe, do you have a couple prop bets you said you have up your sleeve? Oh, I love the prop bets actually in the Super Bowl. Throw, I really you do. Know what? Throw, throw, I know you probably got a sheet there. Throw us about three of those bad boys. All right. So you, um, I'm taking right off the bat. I always like to go with the first score. A lot of times you see that underdog score, get it, but it's the Super right. Bowl. So you're going to see a player on my agenda that I think is going to have a good game and he's going to be an underrated player for uh, the overall Super Bowl scheme of it. But it's uh, Brandon Ayuk. I like him as a first oh, touchdown yeah. scorer for the 49ers. I really do. He's a big-bodied receiver. Um, Purdy's going to get him the ball. I think they do go down like McCaffrey style and 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 play the offense the way they do, which is feed McCaffrey, let Kittle settle or uh, yeah, Kittle settle into the pa- uh, passing um, scheme of the game after they run the ball. But uh, they're going to be focused on. Uh, uh, Debo, I don't like Debo to cover a lot of his stats in this game. They got him set pretty high, but I like Ayuk right. coming in um, in the Super Bowl in a big scenario. And uh, he, I think he's in a contract year, or he's going to be there in, in one more year only. So they got to make a decision on what that's looking like. So I'm taking him on the first score on the San Francisco side. And then I leaned hard. I leaned hard on who the Chiefs' first score was going to be. Um, Pacheco's at negative 133, but um, Kelsey's 105. They, they might get the Swifties going right off the bat, but I don't like either of those. I'll take a long nod on the back end, too. Give me, uh, give me, give me Patrick Mahomes. I love it. Right I love bat. it, dude. That's, I knew you were give going me Patrick there. Patrick Mahomes to just God. run one in right off the bat. God, I, I knew you were going to go there because you know what? That's his style. Right. I'm not kidding. I don't know what it is, how it works itself out. Patrick Mahomes probably is, you know what? Not only is Patrick Mahomes kind of going to get be the first touchdown for his team, but I bet Patrick Mahomes is the first touchdown of the game. You know what I mean? I, I, what, I swear it always finds a way to work itself out that way with him. He He's like, I said it time and time again. He's like Steph Curry. Just magic happens around these little fairies. Yeah. Wow, that was I really like well. That was pretty good. Magic happens around these little fairies. Yep. Patrick Mahomes and Steph Curry. I cannot stand them, but I guarantee it. Like if it's gonna, he'll make it happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. What are you thinking about those? What do you think about that first score? Probably be Kelsey. You think it's Kelsey? You can always count on Daniel to be realistic. Yeah. You get what I mean? Kelsey. He's gonna give you the realistic version of it. You know what? It's gonna be Kelsey. Let's I don't know though. what it's gonna be. Plus one hundred five, or maybe uh, you yeah, know you gotta like the one hundred five. You gotta like the yeah. one hundred five. I mean, honestly, I think the I kind of like uh, any anytime touchdown for the Niners fullback Kyle Usek. Oh, I, I like, like him, Daniel. I like him as the fourth scorer. If you don't like Ayuk, I like Usek as the first scorer of the game as well. Yeah, yeah or just like anytime. Anytime is good, but you're not gonna get much. But as the first scorer, well, that, you'll still get you quite gotta, a bit because he's cause he's still he's not, gonna be because he's not Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I mean, he's had like two touchdowns all year. Yeah, so, I mean, they don't expect him to score. Yeah, uh-uh. I like that. I would. I yeah, would, uh, you, you, check you know what's plus eight hundred plus eight hundred on the first. Yeah, score. <laughs> first score. So that's that's oh. phenomenal. I mean, that's I'm loving it. If you do that's him, then one. you better back it up with these Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell too. Then. Ooh, well, I wouldn't play him the first chance. score. 
Yeah, it's tough to put those guys first score because uh, there's so many things. I mean, if you get to the one, you're taking McCaffrey all day. And if it's the first down, it's going to go to McCaffrey. I think I think uh, it would have to be something around the third third down if they – I don't know. Who, who knows? Who knows? There's so many things that are going to come into play. What what about – what's what do you, do you give us one more. Uh, if you like one more, like I said, I really like, I didn't want to, I have a lot on the, uh, like the rushing yards. I like, yeah. um, I like a lot of the unders, uh, in the rushing yards. I think, uh, Patrick Mahomes at 25.5. I think he's going under that on the rushing. I think Isaiah Pacheco is going under 65 and a half. I do. I don't think that. Wow. I do think. McCaffrey's going under 90.5 yards in rushing, but I like him if you get his overall yardage in the game because he's obviously going to catch the ball. I like his overall yardage. Yeah. The only no, that does over make sense. that I will take, the only over I will take on rushing yards, give me Brock Purdy over 12.5. And you can take that <laughs> out. They were just 12. talking. 5. They were just talking on ESPN how he's an underrated scrambler. Yeah. Yeah. He, I dude, can see that. I could see that one as well. 12.5. Boost. Hey, you know what? Boost that thing up to 20. Make it make it worth your wild. You yeah. never and, know. It could no work party. itself out. Take all the unders on the rushing for all the main guys and then take party on the over as your wild ball. And I think you're going to have some plus numbers that you're going to like. So what do you uh, – where do you throw your money at over at the old uh, Will – Kelsey propose if they win. Uh, plus nine, plus nine thousand, minus twenty three, minus three thousand. I'm a downtrotter. <laughs> I think he, I think she's. I'll put my money on her breaking up with them after the Super Bowl. Ooh, yeah. better money. I like it. Right. You know, you know. I was, I was, uh, I was telling Daniel. I had a buddy walk into the bar the other day, and what he did. There was four games, and in every game, he took that the score it would end it would go tie tie so at halftime it'd be tied and at the end of the game be tied and the value of that was super high so that's another one to kind of look at i don't know what the odds are on that bad boy and i don't we couldn't find it on FanDuel, but uh it's 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 on some of the sports uh, sports apps and it's that the score will be tied at halftime and the score will be tied at the end of the uh, game. At the end of the game, and so, I'm telling you, you get ridiculous. So it has to go into overtime. So it has to go overtime, obviously. So you might as well take the overtime bet as well. But um, those are those little sneaky ones that you know people don't kind of take a look at, like you know different things. Uh, I mean, there's there's so many. We're gonna I'm gonna have a whole list of them during during the Super Bowl. I'll be at low places. I'll be showing up over there, and I'm gonna have a uh, a prop bet party where i'm going to bring in uh you know a form there with some prop bets and uh it's going to be 10 15 bucks to get in and then we're just going to just you're just strictly just prop bets you're just going to circle yes or no everybody turns everybody uh i'll have it verified whatever and you just watch the whole game and it's going to be kind of cool so we're going to do that because i feel like that's all the super bowl is it's just a whole prop bet scheme does that right. make sense that's really all it is the right. actual game yeah because yeah. winning it's just like cool whatever but it's never your team I feel frustrated. Like you had it a couple years. Yeah. Three years in a row. That was frustrating. Yeah. Sorry about that. I hate to bring that up. Anyway. It happens. <laughs> but, Not three uh, years in a row, but. It was three years in a row. Then I had one. The B- Bills were in the Super Bowl. Weren't they in it three years in a row? Oh, fully old. Back in the yeah. 90s. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, well I don't was, think they've been in there since. That was like 30 years ago. Isn't that crazy? I know. 
Oh he's worse goodness. than us. He's worse than us when it comes to uh, oh yeah, just Super the Bowl overall appearances? experience as a fan. You know, it's right? Like you finally get there. You go four straight. It's right when you're a kid and when you're getting into football. And right. then all of a sudden they go on the longest drought you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> and then right? you just gotta sit back and go, man, am I jinxed or is this? Uh, did someone play uh, a bad trick on me? But uh, oh, man, I, I, I like the Bills and the Raiders in the AFC in the long run. I really do. I, I like uh, Sean, uh, Sean McDermott is a good coach. I love their physical defense in Buffalo. We talked about last podcast. I was just commenting, yeah. but um, I mean, I they're one, they're one field all the way. I think they're a good team. They're literally one field goal away, well, taking that game seconds. to overtime, taking the game to overtime, and yeah. probably winning in overtime. The game goes in overtime again. Can or you imagine? Just a- what, what if this game was the Bills versus uh, the Niners? How much hype would be around this game right oh, now? Oh, yeah. There would be a lot more oh, hype. Yeah. Yeah, way Buffalo's storyline and then San Francisco, and then it's just yeah. the iconic Super Bowl. Um, yeah. And then we got to just freaking watch the Chiefs do it again. Man. I, can't. I hate the Chiefs. The Tom Brady's and the Patty Cakes of the world, man. I can't do it anymore, man. I tell can't you, man. Do it's, it. it's fairy dust, man. But uh, all right. Well, we'll dab a little more into the old football a little later. Let's jump a little bit into NBA. I know you're an NBA guy. We're actually talking, folks, America, we're actually talking to a referee. We're talking to a, a bona fide ref, gets himself into the game, into the pinstripes, and. Uh, Makes the calls. We're in there just yelling at him. But at the same time, exactly. he's also a father who's got a great, a phenomenal son. His name's Jujo. He plays for Camp Verde. He's just a stud. You haven't seen him yet. No. But I'm telling you, this kid is a stud. He's a, What is he, a junior? Junior. Class he's a junior. He's a, man, I'm telling you, man, this kid is a stud. And uh, you got a chance. Get out there. I'm going to make the game on Wednesday, which is senior night for the Camp Verde High School. And uh, it's been phenomenal watching them. They're probably going to go to the playoffs. They're going to make a little run. They're going to scare some teams. This team is a scary squad. Um, but, yeah, so just giving a quick little shout-out to them. But uh, in terms of NBA, one thing I want to talk about is this new rule about the MVP where you have to, you can't miss more than 17 games in a season in order to be clarified an MVP candidate. What do you think about that? You know Embiid has missed 15 games already. You know, I'm getting tired of the NBA and its schemes, man. I love I'm, it. Like you said, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a certified ref. I, I, I go into the game with a different mentality than playing mm-hmm. or watching from a fan standpoint. I go in with a, a mentality of how to create fairness and conduct in a game. And the NBA, to me, has just gone so beyond the point of uh, – just even watching the game. How many times have you watched a game where the official is having to control a situation that is out of his control or her control? Right. And, and and then they have to basically glad handle these professionals to get them back in line within mm-hmm. what they're supposed to be doing. They're supposed right. to be playing basketball. They're right. supposed to be just exerting energy and providing a show and entertainment. And right. And that's really what the NBA is it. now. It's an entertainment. I can't stand it. Yeah. I can't stand that players sit out. I can't stand that they whine and cry for fouls. Uh, and that's just and you know, me. And you know what's but. funny? And, and and you guys see a lot of NBA games. Hasn't the game gotten so – like they're almost not only professional basketball players, but they're professional floppers. Like yeah. they've developed this like second – like sense on how to like trick the referees. And you can, you can attest to this. Like where one of the things is now is they try to learn how to trick you guys. 
into giving fouls, into not giving fouls. Get what I'm saying? Like it's that's the thing about the NBA that I just I cannot stand. Like back when a foul was a foul, you knew a foul. Now yeah. you call a foul, you're like, well, was that a foul? Like, I mean, did he did he hit him in the face? Well, and then now you have these refs saying, oh, this team got, you know, they got to the free throw line thirty times. We only got there eight, you know. Yeah. And then they're complaining about not getting enough fouls. And yeah. Complain. You know what I mean? Right. It's frustrating. So NBA's kind of switched up a little bit, and then um, we had a we had a nice little slate today, though. We had the Lakers. I haven't checked the score yet, but last time I checked, Lakers were actually up. I don't know how they were up, but uh, they were beating the Boston Celtics when I left. Yeah, That's so about 45 minutes ago. No I'm, LeBron and no... Uh, no LeBron, no AD Davies, against a full-stack Boston Celtics squad well, with what, the unicorn. 14 halftime. Celtics up 14. No, Lakers. Lakers up 14. My son Elias called it. He said, Dad, don't worry about it. We got this. I said, how we got this? We got no AD. We got no LeBron. We're going into a a crazy Boston madhouse who's full of studs. You know how we got to this? Because we're going to the championship. You know how often uh, you see that sports betting, though? Oh, yeah. You have all these stars out, oh, and yeah. then they, that team wins. Well, They're last like night. 15-point underdogs. Yeah. Last night, Dame's uh, Portland, Dame's uh, homecoming yeah, and back to Portland. And won in overtime. Portland wins in overtime. Ridiculous. Yep. Dame what time. You, what do you think about the uh, – w- what's your pick in terms of the East and West? We haven't heard your picks yet. We just want to lay this on file right now. Um, You know, I'm going to take uh, – in the East. Golden State easy. Warriors. It, no, no, not the Warriors. They got too much adversity happening right Thank now. Thank you. In the, in the East, give me uh, the Boston Celtics. If Boston Celtics. Giving negative 15 points to the Lakers, no matter who's playing <laughs> LeBron, AD, they can bring Kobe back from the grave. Ooh. It doesn't matter. So, so you're saying the, you're saying Celtics come plus, back they're tonight? They're gonna get that plus 15 points for the <laughs> Lakers because that's what the Boston Celtics are gonna do. Boston's got to win it. Um, too much hype around the team. They, uh, right? They, you know, they let themselves down last year. It was a great. Uh, conference championship to go to the finals i really yeah. like boston they came Man. up just short yeah. um give me the give me a wild card in the uh give me a wild don't card say the suns the... no don't what? say it i'll back it up with the suns give me two teams <laughs> in the west then okay? okay i'll get i'll take uh the nuggets, <laughs> the nuggets. man the you're nuggets. really going on a limb you are going on a limb, my friend. All right. Yep. Because yeah, guy takes the number one team in the West and the number one team in the East. Wow, you are going on a limb. <laughs> but but here's I love the thing. It. Here's the thing. Yes, there's three teams I do like in the West still. It's not the Lakers. It's not the Warriors. But I'll give me that new team with that new fresh digs, the Clippers. Yeah. Ooh. The Clippers. Ooh. I like the Clippers a lot. Fighting and then give me. And then give me the Sacramento Kings. Give me the two California okay. teams. Yeah, I like the Kings. Kings are always going to be tough. I think they're going to come and bring it in the end. Um, Bucks win it all. There you go. You and it, it here, could be folks. the Bucks. Yeah, you heard yeah, it here. I mean, Giannis, folks. Giannis wins another one. Right. Nah, and Joe, did you you ever so hear this. the uh, Joe? You, you, <laughs> you've heard the consistency about what happens when a team fires their coach with a winning record and starts with a new coach. During the season, right? So 1979 Lakers lost their head coach uh, due to a motorcycle accident. They had a winning record. They brought a new coach in, won a championship. Cleveland Cavaliers 
get rid of their head coach. Uh, what was his name? David Black, David Block, whatever his name was. Winning record. They bring in Tyrone Lou. They go and beat those Golden State Warriors, win a championship. I mean, come on, man. Things happen in threes. I mean, I like what Daniel's that, saying. You don't think that I watched Daniel Sport Ledger on podcast, bro? Shout out to my boy, <laughs> Manny G, for bringing those yeah. statistics up into this place yes, last sir. week. Into this yes, week. sir. I heard that. I heard you that. Heard I it. like it. I like it. But, but there is one thing Did that happened. Did you does say happen. bucks? No, no, no. But there is one thing <laughs> that happened. There's a reason mm. there's a clover on those shirts, bro, because Ooh. that's that lucky. It's that lucky guy, huh? Yep. Well, that's, that's what it's going to take. That's what it's going to take. Well, all right. And I just want to, I just, before we kind of cut back here, uh, I just want to say it's a pleasure having you, Joe. But uh, yeah. before we go, before we cut off, I, I, I'd be, I'd be, uh, what was the word? A mist? I'd be yeah. a bist. I'd be some mist. A miss. I'd be a miss if I didn't start talking about a little bit about PGA. Guess where we're playing at this week? We're over there at Pebble Beach. The old AT&T Pro-Am. Man, it's a phenomenal, it's a phenomenal event. Um, today I today I gave a couple, I gave a couple tips out. I told people to take Max Homa on the under 70.5 on his round. He ended up shooting a 69. I've been watching Max Homa since the season started. He's started off, he struggled, but Max Homa is a gamer. Keep an eye out. If you yeah, want to been a, talking about if him. you want to throw a bet out now. Max Homa, top 20, top 10, top five. Take all of them. He's not going to win it probably because there's too many studs in this thing uh, and his game's not where it needs to be. But if you can throw him down top 20, top 10, top five, make yourself a little cheese. Max Homa's the guy you want to go with. Next round, which is going to be tomorrow, um, over under in terms of rounds, I'd probably throw my money on uh, Marikawa. He's going to have to come over to uh, Spyglass. I think he's going low. And, of course, I'm going to take Max Homa again. But uh, those are some ideas. And once again, folks, once we get rid of sort of this other stuff here, we'll, we'll dabble a lot more in the variety of sports, especially with me when it comes to golf. Yeah. I'm going to have something for him every week. You know, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I'll have a little something. So um, what's, what's your take? I, I know you're about what, – what, what, what's, your, what's your handicap? 65 give me a uh (laughs) give me the old uh, give me the old bogey golf score you know the old 18 pack Uh that's my style of golf you know i started out hitting the sticks for recreational purposes but i love to compete i love golf golf's a great sport i'm actually going to be the assistant coach once my son finishes basketball so right uh, teach those kids to have some fun but at the Mm -hmm. same time teach them how to just uh Keep that swing in line, you know. I, I, I'm a phenomenal putter. I, I got that putter style now. I, I yeah, I can hit that putt in every time almost. I try to one putt most of the time now. So right, well, um, yeah, I'm yeah. there. It's, but when, uh, when, when you have to when you have to one putt for a triple, it it, it, it gets you going. <laughs> <laughs> if I remember last time we played golf, I'm pretty sure you were on the losing end of the betting. Oh yeah, no, you're right. I had to carry somebody. And I couldn't do it. But uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, wow. but right, uh, man, well, as far as the PGA and the AT and T at Pebble, there's uh, yeah. some statistics you want to look at. Really, uh, that Cole kid, okay. uh, he was in the top 15 last year. He's uh, floating right about the top eight right now. After yeah. opening day, he'll be right there. But uh, you got to take the guys with the experience that can play PGA to. golf all the time, and that's Ricky Fowler and Scotty Scheffler. I like them both. Yeah. I like both of them. You got McElroy in the field. He's going to be tough. Justin Rose was the defending champ. 
Um, you got Scheffler in there. Um, I mean, I mean, dude, and I'm telling you, Nick, tomorrow, if you have a chance, look at Marikawa. Marikawa, whatever the round score is, you have to go, you have to go find it and then you know find the round score. It's not the two ball, it's not the uh score for whatever, it's round score for that particular day. Find Marikawa, take his under. He's going under. He played the, I believe Marikawa played uh Pebble Beach today, which played ridiculously, ridiculously tough. And he still shot five under. So he's gonna go kill Spyglass if that's where he pays plays next week. Or I apologize tomorrow. Um, so that's something to look forward to. But Joe, yeah, man, it's been a pleasure having you. Uh, we got to do this again soon. Hey, real quick, Joe, before we cut out, show us your room real quick, man. Yeah. Give, us a, give us a little pan out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so we got to uh, see this cave. Everybody always gives me a little grief because I brought the Oakland and California to the state of Arizona. But yes. uh, Vegas came around to us, so I follow look suit. Look at this, folks. Uh, this is the real deal, man. Uh, I got man. memorabilia. I got signed stuff. I got Super Bowl tickets. I got a uh, full team signing the first year of the inaugural stadium. All the players signed like it. Yeah. Um, I got just history in here, man. Like stuff like uh, the Raiderettes calendar from uh, 2012, probably, where they all Jeez. signed it. My grandma used to work with one of the Raiderettes in her bar in California, Sinaloa's. And the Raiderette girl came in selling the calendars, and she said, "I'll buy a couple." My son's, my grandson's a huge Raider fan. She said, "Oh, but you got to do me a favor." And she's like, "Oh, I got you." And she took it back, and all the Raiderettes on the line signed that year. Oh. Uh, just, just history, man. Just Super Bowl stuff. The black hole. Uh, this last year, right here, if you look, you got a uh, Cliff Branch, uh, Hall of Famer. I was there for the year. I had season tickets to all the years. I got all the memorabilia for Cliff Branch when his Hall of Fame year. Uh, yes. I was at the games this year. Uh, the Super Bowl tickets are up here. Um, there you go. Stuff like this. Uh, just history, man. Just uh, the real deal. Uh, the, one of the best. I'll have to show it. I'll, I'll show it. Just tip show around it. my icon right here. This guy's the man. Yes, sir. The fat head, like you said. Jerseys all around. I always get those. But one of the best things in the room right now, currently, bro, was uh, inaugural season at uh, Las Vegas. And uh, tell me who this is right here. This is my that's just like, win jersey. Just win jersey. Okay. This is my gimmick. Okay. Oh, my that's gimmick yours. is why does everybody say why is your number forty one? Who's number forty one? I turn my back and it says just win on the back. They said, but mm. yeah, but why forty one? I said because I always say. They always say just win, baby, but that was the old mentality. I've only wanted them to just win for once. <laughs> I love it, dude. Add That's classic. All the coaches signed it. Gus Bradley, uh, Rich Passaccio, who became the interim head coach to the head coach, uh, Greg Olson, the offensive coordinator. And that year I ran straight up to the torch and they signed it. Mark Davis, the owner, when they opened in Vegas, oh, wow. ran up, signed the Just Win jersey. Just That's win how you know one. it's the real deal, bro, Just right there. Man, dude, Iconic. That is Just win for once. Oh, man. Man. All right, Joe, man, it's been a pleasure having you, man. You definitely yes, got to come back on. You're welcome anytime. Yeah, anytime, we man. Appreciate Appreciate We're going to go guys. ahead and cut out. See yeah. you guys soon. Okay, All right, man. Catch you later. That was classic. I know. Classic. Oh, that, that was good. I don't yeah. know if he uh if he was just playing a good role, if he just didn't get the whole Taylor Swift thing. No, he no, I think he kind of like 
I think he played us. Yeah, I kind think of. Did. I think because <laughs> we threw Swift in there as a Swifty, but yeah. I think he was prepared for it. Yeah. I think I think he kind of knew because I've been teasing him a little bit about oh, being okay. a Swifty. Yeah, he wasn't. Gonna and I think he, that. yeah, he think he, he his kid's good. His kid's a stud. I tell you, that. <laughs> man, it's been a pleasure. This has been a great one, yeah. man. It's always great having guests. I'm telling you, man, just give him a quick shout out if anyone ever wants to get yeah. on and chat. If you guys want to get on? You know, let us know, comment, whatever. Um, let's chat, man. It's yeah, been let's, great. Chat, let's have a good time. Let's talk some sports. I'm trying to get the Vegas radio station. Um, trying to get him up in the next week or so. Okay. The uh, for K KPHO, I go on the radio show in Vegas every now and then. I was on there last week, so trying to get him to come on the uh, uh the MC, I guess you'd call him. Right. So um, yeah. Anything else for you? Man. I mean, I think we hit the notes. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Well, we got a lot more. Oh, we to got talk a lot about. more time, man. Super Bowl yeah. for another. It, it, yeah, it, it, we'll we get a few more podcasts. In. Yeah, we'll get a couple more in before the time comes, and we'll have some more info, more prop bets, more ideas on where to lay your money. And um, man, that's, I'm telling you, man, this is gonna be fun. All right. Well, as always, guys, let's make some money. Let's have fun doing it. All right.